Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Band Practice. I'm Emma. And I'm Madison. And today we're going to be doing a deep dive all about influencers. The good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to talk about it all. This has been really on my mind, especially with like Coachella and all the influencer posts I've been seeing about that. And I've just really been like thinking just about the psychology of influencers and it's insane. So we're going to really unpack that today. <laughs> yeah, it's the season of realizing things. And... No, I'm, I'm realizing some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. This is, I was so glad that we decided to do this topic again, like we were saying, because like Coachella weekend one just happened and it just like ignited so much passion behind some of my opinions. And you're going to have to try and shut me up because... We've got a lot to say. No, literally. I didn't realize it was going to land on the, we were going to be recording the week of Coachella One. And I wrote out like some points that I wanted to bring up. And then I looked back at them like after Coachella and I was like, oh, and this and this and this. And like (laughs) this person pissed me off and they did this. (laughs) Literally. We're going to be spilling some tea today. Name dropping. It'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) What have you been up to? Oh, you know, I so I moved this weekend. Very mm-hmm. exciting. For those watching on YouTube, my background might be a little bit different. Um, yeah, I really like my new place. I, last night was my first night sleeping here. Um, and that was fun. Good energy here. The vibes are yeah. just better. It's brighter, more open. Yeah, it's a house, right? Like a full house? Yeah. Yeah. It's a full it's house, girl baby. Stuff. <laughs> right i know it's like i have finally have an address that like doesn't have like apartment number or something i'm like mm-hmm. wow i'm moving up yeah has like two roommates <laughs> <laughs> and then last night um after i like finally loaded everything into my new place it was time to watch the first sun's playoff game of the season so we went to like a sports bar um and got some food and drinks and unfortunately, we did lose. The first half of the game was like comically disappointing. Yeah, I just caught the very end of it. We were, Ben had friends in town for the weekend. And so we were all out doing something. And then I was like, let's go to a sports bar. Like, I want to see the game. But by the time we got there, it was like fourth quarter. And I just saw the end of it. But yeah, it was pretty disappointing. It was good. It was fun. Like I said, he had friends in town. Um, I kind of like wasn't that excited <laughs> for them to come because one of them might be listening and if you're listening I'm just kidding I was so excited but it was it was a joke it was a prank um (laughs) he had three friends come and so all of us in like a one-bedroom apartment I was like oh I don't know how this is gonna go but they're actually they were very respectful boys and they were so fun and yeah we had a good time we found this like um little arcade bar by our house that Ben Uh and I hadn't been to and I love arcade games like I'm just so competitive. I just eat it up. And we went last night and it was so much fun. I love that. That sounds so fun. I haven't mm-hmm. been to an arcade in like a, over a decade. Come on down. If you want to come on down, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you drinking? Oh, well, here I am once again with a <laughs> melted, mostly drinking Starbucks. Um, my new drink has been a tall, sugar-free vanilla latte with almond milk and extra caramel drizzle, and Ooh, it's yeah. delicious. Um, I think talls for coffee just work for me because I can't have too much caffeine, but also they're sweeter. Just like the ratio of it just tastes sweeter than a grande, so 
yeah, that's been my vibe lately. Oh, and I have my Stanley full because with water because it's actually like very hot out and I'm quite parched. Nice, nice. Yeah. A good balance. Exactly. What about you? I'm on a very similar vibe. I made a oat milk latte. I am very, very tired today because like I said, we went out last night and I had a couple drinks for the first time in like six months and I did not get my eight hours of sleep. And I like today, I'm just in shock that people do this every weekend. I'm like, y'all feel like this every weekend? Like I'm so tired. So this is my second coffee of the day. And then I also have my Stanley with um, a liquid IV in it to get those electrolytes baby (laughs) i love that so much no literally you reminded me of like one of the points we'll be talking about but just like seeing the girlies rally on tiktok and stuff i'm like i had two drinks last night and i was dying to go to bed and i kind of didn't feel good this morning i was like um yeah no thanks we can't hang i'm not built like that yeah well i'm so excited should we just get into it yeah let's do it well i guess we can start with like what is an influencer? Because I feel like you and I are just, we've always very much been in like the same wavelength and been in like the same subculture digitally. But I feel like some people might just like not be in that influencer realm or like understand what that really means. Yeah. So I feel like an influencer, at least in my opinion, is like someone with an online following that, you know, can quote influence like the community of followers they have to like buy a product or I don't know, engage with like a sponsor. Like that's kind of where the term influencer comes into play is mainly I think like their interaction with brands. But I think it's really just like any content creator, like big or small, that is cultivating a following online. Yeah. I think it's changed so much over the past like 10 years, but at its core, it's still just about influencing people. Yeah. And that's all. Simple. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of like over the decade, I feel like, like you said, it's changed so much. I feel like influencers back when I was in middle school and high school, like it was like the beauty gurus of YouTube. Like that was my Mm -hmm. first introduction with like a content creator that had a ton of influence, especially Bethany Moda. I don't know if you were Bethany. Yes, Bethany Moda. She was like my first. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I like ate everything she did up. And like she had an Aeropostale line, which was like Mm. the first time I saw someone like really do something big with a brand. And I don't know. I feel like she was just like the blueprint in my eyes. And she was like the first, I guess, influencer that I ever was influenced by. Same. I feel like she – there's always like very strong – aesthetics for like different Mm -hmm. time periods and that was very much like the oversaturated like morning routine youtube video vibe and she was like she just paved the way like she was the pinnacle of that just thinking about it makes me all giggly and happy because like (laughs) that period of time but you know i had my struggles but like youtube was just so fun sometimes i still go back and watch some of those videos just for like the nostalgia or like back to school season or like fall time her videos were everything. The holidays, like her her routines and, and hauls were just like, ah, uh, they gave me life. A good old, pure, wholesome Bath and Body Works candle haul is sometimes oh. what we all need. <laughs> Man, I think she really did start my Bath and Body Works obsession. Uh-huh. You were influenced. I was. Look at me now. 
Yeah, I feel like that was the start of it. And now with like new apps coming out like TikTok and stuff, I feel like influencers have to adapt to different platforms. Like they all moved Mm -hmm. from YouTube to then like Instagram and now TikTok and like a ton of people are starting podcasts. I feel like you just kind of have to like keep up with the pace and keep it moving if you want to stay relevant. Um, So it's interesting to see like how people kind of change over the years and adapt to new things. It is. It's really interesting. I feel like TikTok, though, has really just been like the biggest one yet, especially Mm -hmm. in terms of following. Like, I don't know. It's insane how many followers like Charlie D'Amelio has. And I don't know. And you can grow super fast. Like the algorithm, there's something to it, but also it can be completely random sometimes. And like looking at Alex Earl, like she blew up really, really quickly. I mean, she made TikToks for a while, but it seemed like her come up was like in the snap of a finger. And then Octopus Lover, Jake, Mm -hmm. he's so funny. I feel like he's been like the newest TikTok fixation for people. And same thing, like within a few weeks, he had a million followers and it was really cool to watch. I don't really even watch his videos, but he's the pussy PSA guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes he shows up on my for you page and he's so funny. It's also so interesting because I feel like back in the day on YouTube, if you had like a hundred thousand subscribers that was like you were top tier because there was only right. so many people watching influencers like there was o- only so many people that could subscribe in that niche and now like you said with like charlie d'amelio has like i don't even know an astronaut like a hundred million followers right. or something just because there's so many more people in this world and like consuming the content And so more people are gaining more followers than ever. Like, I feel like so many different people are influencers, whereas back in the day, Mm -hmm. there was like just a dozen or like a handful of core influencers. Yeah, that's so, yeah, that's so interesting. And didn't Selena Gomez just like regain her spot as like number one on Instagram? Mm -hmm. How many does she have? I'm going to, she has 411 million followers. Like, it's hard to conceptualize like who, how, Where'd y'all come from? (laughs) Yeah, where'd y'all come from? It's so wild. And that's Instagram. And I feel like a lot of people think Instagram is dying, but clearly someone's on it. Yeah. I did not know it was that many. That 400 million is insane. That's mind boggling. How many people live in the US? I know. I'm like, wait, comparable to an entire country? (laughs) I'm going to Google it. 331.9 million people. So she has more followers than the US population. That's insane. That's like crazy. I guess we can talk about maybe our personal experiences with content creation because we have always been on that grind for the likes. Always. Um, always. <laughs> um, so back in the beauty guru days, I definitely – that's like when I started to, to ride that wave. I think I started making YouTube videos the summer before high school. So that was like 2012. And I made like the classic like morning routines, hauls, thrifting videos. And I think at one point I built up to 40,000 subscribers, which was like for me, I was like, holy cow. I don't even remember how I did that. Uh, (laughs) And then like in college, I just like it started to decline and like I literally lost subscribers. So thank you to all of you um, (laughs) for not sticking with me on my journey. Um, but I ended up like having to quit because college and work and all of that stuff was just like too much. Um, and now here I am. I'd like to make my TikToks every now and then. Those are super fun. And now we're 
making a podcast. So I feel like I've always enjoyed doing something creative digitally. That's always been my vibe. Yeah. You always have been a digital gal. Yeah. And you were a baby. You're saying right after middle school you started? Yeah. That is so tiny. I know. Teeny, tiny girl. <laughs> 14. Um, that's a literal baby. Um, I guess mine was kind of the same path. I remember my first introduction to like social media and like posting was in middle school. I had, I just made like an Instagram account. We're so old. It was like when Instagram was coming out and um, I just made an account and I post my little selfies and stuff. And I don't really remember how, if it was like all at once or like kind of a slow buildup, but I had like 5,000 followers at one point, which was a lot for Mm-hmm. back in the day in middle school and it was like before influencers even influenced so I didn't really understand that like it could be like a source of income or it could be like a career path so I just got sick of it and like I think my freshman year of high school and just deleted the account <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't really care about it that much and then I didn't have Instagram for a long time but I started making YouTube videos in I think my sophomore year of high school Um, And that was really fun. Me and Emma collabed a lot. And I had a, it started as a joint channel with our friend Dom. And then I started making videos on my own as well. And it was just so much fun and like a really fun hobby. And it would give me and Emma an excuse to like travel and like make little videos or do something fun on the weekends just to like make a little uh, montage of what we did. It was just so fun. Um, And then I stopped making YouTube videos when I was like 18, 19, I think. It was like shortly after I graduated high school. Then like a couple years passed where I didn't really do that much. And I started a separate Instagram account from my personal account when I was like 21 or 20 maybe. And that's when I started posting like kind of as an influencer in a way, like posting without like the fear, I guess, of people that I know in real life seeing because they didn't follow me on that account. Um, And so I started making like a lot of little Instagram reels and videos. And then TikTok came around and I started posting on TikTok and yeah, just been grinding for those likes ever since. (laughs) I love that. Okay. I was reminded of our influencer extravaganzas we'd go on to LA in high school that was so fun we'd like (laughs) because LA was like the place to be for all of like the internet girlies and so we would go on weekend trips at as seniors in high school just us we'd go make our youtube videos we're like this is literally a business trip like no actually we were like in that mindset too we were like yeah yeah it's just a little business trip on the weekend we have to go make content in la we're just like yeah. going to all the trendy <laughs> coffee shops and <laughs> earth cafe and alfred coffee. literally <laughs> <laughs> well should we talk about like some of our favorites at the moment yes let's give some <laughs> shout outs I'll start. So some of my favorites, I think all of mine are really just from TikTok at this point. Um, uh, I love to watch like ASMR routine videos where it's just like the original sound. Mm -hmm. And I really like this girl Motek. Claudia Walsh is great. And then there's this guy, The Better Drake on TikTok. His are so good. He kind of has like a little niche of like luxury apartment, like lifestyle. And it's just like... mm, gorgeous so good 
fashion. I love Sophia Colo, I think is how you say her last name. She has like the best outfits. I mainly just like see her on Pinterest and Instagram. And then it's Yuyan, I think is how you say her name. I first started following her on YouTube. She has great outfit inspo. And then to wrap it up, just like overall lifestyle favorites, Moya Mowini on YouTube, JC Marie Smith, and Caitlin Nolan. I watch all of those are like my three people that like I don't miss any of their vlogs that they post on YouTube. And they make great TikToks too. But if you're into like that, like just like fun lifestyle daily vlog sort of thing. That is so funny because I have not heard of any of those people except for JC and Caitlin. I'm literally oh going to look them all up. Yeah, this. look at us giving each other recs. I know. I'm looking at your list. I'm like, I don't know who you are. Really? That's so funny. So I've probably like yeah. seen your people on my For You page and yeah. I just like don't recognize their name because I feel like I have a lot of people who I recognize their face, but like I could not tell you what their name is. Okay. My favorites right now for like routines or wellnessy kind of videos, um, Emily Kaiser, of course, the queen of routines. Um, I just love watching her videos. Also, I think her name is Nara, Nara Smith. Um, she is Lucky Blue Smith's wife. Remember him? Throwback. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, and they have cute little babies and she makes beautiful videos of like routines and their house is so cute. And just like she, she also makes like some fashion videos too and her style is immaculate. I wow. am obsessed with her. I love that. I'm gonna have to look her up. Yes. Um, and then Kate Glavin. She's like the CMOS girlies. She runs that account mm. if you've seen that. Um, and she posts a lot of like wellnessy kind of things. Um, and like running content, which I'm in my running era. So I love to see it. And then for fashion or beauty, Liv uh Manny. She does a lot of like her videos literally look like Vogue Beauty Secrets beauty videos on TikTok. And her awesome. skin is like perfect. Just any product she uses, I'm like, I trust you. Also, Alyssa, Alyssa Janae One is her TikTok account. She posts beauty videos. Again, she just anything she puts on her face, I'm like, I need it immediately. Mm -hmm. um, and then Ken's Nation, who me and her have some beef right now about Coachella. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But I do love her beauty videos. Lifestyle or just like general people that like their niche is themselves. Mm -hmm. JC Smith, of course. Victoria okay. Paris. I've watched her videos forever. Yes. And I love her. I love her like interior design content, her fashion content. Um, Jaden Edwards. Do you know who she is? Yeah. yeah. She's an she's Arizona so girly. Yeah, she's so cute. And she lives in New York now. And love her. Um, Ken, I don't even know how to say her last name. Yurich. 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 She's hilarious. I love her videos. And then Madeline Argy. Um, she, I'm obsessed with her. She, I think, is the cutest girl ever. And she's just silly. And she, I think she has a podcast too. So I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, I don't know her. I'm going to have to look her up after this. Really? She's like British yeah. and dating a central c is that the british rapper i don't know you'll have to look her up you'll yeah, probably I, I recognize might, her when yeah. you see her those are all of our faves though yeah i'll definitely be looking those girlies up i love building my parasocial relationship girl group in my head my friends no, literally everyone <laughs> that i just said i'm like oh yeah i know them oh you don't know them literally oh, i know them <laughs> i'll have to introduce you yeah i'm like you would love her she's so sweet <laughs> Now, I guess we'll get into more of just our opinions about influencer culture in general. Mm. Um, we have some hot takes, some things we love, some things we hate. 
I guess we'll start on a positive note and talk about yeah. what we love. So what I love about like the influencer industry is just like I'm just all for unconventional lifestyles and like getting your bag. Like I think a lot of people hate on it because they don't have that and like they're living a conventional life that maybe they're unhappy with. But like you grinding online and making money does not affect me or my life. So like I'm all for that. And I think it's just like cool that our generation just gets to kind of experiment with how we like make a living. And I don't know, they let, I won't get into it, but they love to complain that it's hard. But like after <laughs> living like a normal life, like I would love to live that influencer life. I, I can't lie. Yeah. I also feel like there's been a lot more transparency lately about like the behind the scenes and the money and like mm. the lifestyle. Like I feel like people are sharing so much because you kind of have to on TikTok with how much you have to post. Yeah. Um, but back in the day, it used to be like kind of mysterious and like you didn't really know how much money they were mm -hmm. making and stuff. But now people are sharing so much that you're like, oh, that's possible. Like you make that much money right. for some silly little videos. Like, oh, I could do that too. Kind of going along with that. I love that anyone can become an influencer. I feel like a lot of people hate on this too because it's like you don't really have to have any talent like you don't have to right. be like particularly charismatic or like stereotypically pretty like anybody could be an influencer as long as you have something to like add into the mix whether it be like fashion or your personality or I don't know people could be an influencer for literally anything um mm -hmm. and I feel like it's opened up the doors for like a lot of different people of all ages of all races all body sizes I just I think that's so cool. I agree. I think it's like very important because I don't know in other areas of like the entertainment industry, like there's not a lot of representation for, you know, different walks of life or different kinds of people. I think it's also validating to like see other people have the same interests as you. Like I think growing up, I really struggled to find like friends that were into the same like stuff that I was like when I was making my YouTube videos. So that's just always been something like a reason why I've gravitated towards like following influencers is because I just, depending on the one, like there's someone for everyone that like you can relate to. Yeah. You could literally find someone for anything, like whether it be yeah. a hobby or like something that you're dealing with like if you're like mm -hmm. going through grief or something you could find somebody right. that's like making videos about it or if you have like some rare condition I'm sure there's somebody making videos that also has it and you can like you know just feel totally. like you're not alone exactly like that can actually add value to your life I also love that because it's so popular now like I feel like when we were making YouTube videos and stuff people struggled to grasp what we were even talking about. Like they were like, yeah. what do you, why do you do that though? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> um, and now it's so popular that if I bring up to somebody that like I have a podcast or like I make TikToks, they're like, oh, me too. Like, right. Or oh, my friend does that or my friend's an influencer or whatever. Like everybody kind of knows what the deal is. And mm -hmm. it's not like fully respected, I guess, as a career path, but I think it's definitely more respectable than it was like even five years ago. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I love that it's like an actual career path and everybody's kind of like in the loop and knows what's going on. Yeah. I also think at least for like Gen Z and millennials, like watching content creators online is like our version of TV. Obviously, like I watch TV, but like some days that all I'll do is like I'll, I'd rather watch YouTube than like put something on Netflix or like 
when I'm winding down before bed, like I'll scroll through TikTok, even though I shouldn't, instead of like <laughs> putting on a show. Like it's just like become a huge form of entertainment. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of because of the parasocial relationships that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like I'd way rather go and see like literally people who I think are my friends on my For You page than like watch some random actors that I don't feel a connection to. Like I'm not a big TV movie girl in in general, but like, I don't know. I'd way rather be like, ooh, what is is Caitlin Nolan up to on her YouTube channel? Like I need to catch up with my bestie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of my favorite things to see is when people become an influencer and then use it almost as like a stepping stone to something different. Um, I always think that's super interesting rather than just like kind of sticking with it and letting it like eventually fizzle out because it kind of will inevitably if you don't do anything else with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think like Emma Chamberlain is the perfect example. She like blew up super fast and got a lot of followers and she could have kind of let that like peak and then go down. But instead she started working with like huge brands, went to the Met Gala, was like the interviewer, has her Mm -hmm. own company. and just like used it as a resource to do so many other things, which I think is like super cool. Yeah, I like very, very much respect that because I feel like some influencers maybe get stuck in thinking that like this can sustain them forever. But like, I think it's cool to see people go about it in a really smart way and like use it as like a launching pad for other endeavors. Mm -hmm. It's almost like hard to watch when somebody doesn't do that because I'm like, you have access and resources to do literally anything you want Mm -hmm. to. Like once you get to a certain size and you have enough money and stuff, like you could start any company you want to. You could like, I I don't know, just try out like any different avenue and you're choosing to just stick with your little TikToks. Like, I don't know, that (laughs) that ain't sitting right with me. Um, It was something. Yeah. So I just like respect people way more when they, you know, dip their toe into other stuff. And I think Emma was really smart doing coffee because – even someday if her like persona like the love for her persona dies down like people that don't really even know who she is might still just like pick up her coffee because Mm -hmm. it's cute and they like everyone drinks coffee like I think that was just like a really smart move I think it'll last longer than her influencer career could yeah 100% I also feel like she was pretty open about like getting burnt out from it and stuff and like how it affected her mental health And I think because she's done so many other things now and like has other uh, businesses and like streams of revenue, she doesn't have to post online, you know, every week if she doesn't want to. Like she's kind of stepped back from it. And if that's what works for her, then that's great. Even though I miss her videos so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But it kind of gives you the freedom to like, you know, not have to rely only on internet stuff. Oh, that's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Passive income, kind of. I also saw that she released um, little like pre-made drinks. Have you seen yeah. those? Yeah, yeah, and they're in like Target or Walmart, Walmart or yeah, yeah, so cool, so impressive. I'm so happy for her. I know. I need to try those. I know. Me too. Maybe maybe my drink next week or something will be one of them. We'll see. Stay tuned. I'll probably forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough positive energy. Um, yeah. I'm ready to <laughs> rip some people a new one. <laughs> no, me and Emma have been texting for like the past couple of days, just like peeved about different stuff. And we're like, oh, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that. We're really going to let loose. <laughs> like, I, and I need to preface, like, I'm normally not a hater, but like some people just have me so angry that 
I just need to get my feelings out. Yeah, no, I know. We're normally not hater energy, but I just, uh, people have pushed my buttons for it's far too disrespectful, long. Disrespectful, disrespectful energy out there. Yeah. What was the word you used the other day? You said something so funny. Oh, oh, it's oh. disturbing. Like these influencers. They are disturbed. Are, <laughs> they are disturbed and I am also disturbed by them. So I really just need to get it off my chest today. Also, like yeah. I said, I'm a little sleepy. I'm a little grumpy. Like I'm a loose cannon. <laughs> We're catching her at the right time. I'll start. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess this isn't like technically hate on the influencer themselves, but more so just like the culture of having a following and being a follower. But I hate when this kind of happened with Emma Chamberlain and also like Ken uh, Yurich, Yurich, whatever. Um, I've noticed that they like blew up so quick overnight, really. And everybody loved them. Oh my gosh, they're my fave. They're so cute. Like this, this and that. And then one day, randomly, one person will be like, "Mm, they're not relatable anymore. I don't like them. And then everybody will hop on the train and be like, yeah, they're not relatable anymore. Like, I just, I don't know. I just can't relate to them. And I feel like that's such a lazy way of saying you're jealous of them. Like, they are now successful. And I feel like it's just the projection of like, they have something that you want. And so now you don't like them anymore. They're not like at the bottom with you anymore. And you can't be happy for them. That's crazy. Ooh, that's so good. Like, are you going to act like that if your friend has a come up? No, for real. Why can't you be happy for them? And also, like, why can't you follow people that you don't technically relate to their lifestyle? Like, I follow people, I follow moms, I follow people that are younger than me, I follow people from different countries with different hot, like, not everybody I follow is relatable to me. But that doesn't mean I don't like them. I feel like that's just such a like beater on the bush way to throw in like a little dig and be like, "Mm." so true. At the end of the day, they're just jealous. Like, you think I can relate to Alex Earl in any way? No way, shape, or form. But I will eat up everything she posts online. Love it. And that that also, like, makes it more interesting. Like, why would I want to follow somebody with the same life, the same job, the same whatever as me? Like, I I want to, like, see people of different walks of life. That's what makes it interesting. Totally. I I definitely agree with that. Whenever I see someone say that, I'm like, I see right through you. (laughs) It's not that they're not relatable. You're just mad. Well, a big thing that I, I strongly dislike with influencers is like they'll hit a point and then they just like lose touch with reality altogether. Mm-hmm. Or like they don't understand the privilege of their lifestyle or like they think it's just as hard as working a normal job. Like, I don't know. It's just – and then it, like it's one thing if you think that, but then to like openly say it on your account where you have – hundreds of thousands of people who have normal lives and you're trying to say that everything that they see you do online is harder than what they do. Like you're just pissing people off. Mm-hmm. Like when Michaela was like, I just got done working today. It's 520 and I'm exhausted. And we're like, girl, me too, but I'm actually still in the office. So <laughs> you're like, you should it's see just- my paycheck. I work the same yeah. amount as you. <laughs> Literally, yes, and that's the thing is like you're getting paid so much money. Like if you were to break it down per hour, what you make and how much you're working, like you have, you are so blessed to have that. And like, of course, your like your feelings are valid if like you have a rough day or like things get busy. But I think you should just uh, keep that one to yourself. 
No, and see, that's a valid criticism. Like, sometimes people, it's not that they're not relatable. It's just that they are so far gone and out of touch with reality. Like, that's why you don't like them anymore. And I feel like people, I mean, influencers are just, I don't know if it's like that they truly are out of touch with reality or if they're just mimicking the behavior that they see in like their circle or whatever, Mm. because it happens so quick. I'm like, there's no way that you were working a normal job like earlier this year and now you're saying out of pocket stuff like this like how yeah what happened to your brain like it's is it mush up there like what what happened they can talk to each other about that like because it is valid like you said like I'm sure there are frustrating things there are hard things because it's a job and everybody has frustrating aspects about their job or bad days at their job but to come on to your platform and complain about privileges to your audience that is predominantly less privileged than you is just like so distasteful and disrespectful. Like, how are you going to complain about, it's always the funniest stuff that they complain about too. Like, I have to do some chores today. I have to clean up and I have to open all of my PR packages. Oh my God. I'm, I just, there's so many. Oh my gosh. Like, how am I ever going to, girl, please. Literally, their work day (laughs) is typing emails, filming a TikTok when and whenever they want, you know, filming a brand deal, unboxing things. And then they're like, yeah, today was really busy work day. And it's like, (laughs) you also get to do that from home at any time you want. Like, you have a lot of flexibility in your lifestyle. Like, I don't know. And I'm jealous of that. But if I had that, I wouldn't be complaining. No, literally. I just saw a TikTok of um, Brooke. I don't know her last name, but she, I think, is on a podcast with Tana Mojo. Do you know okay, her? Yeah. She mm-hmm. posted a video, and I guess she didn't get invited to Coachella with, like, a brand or anything. And she was like, hey, just so you know, like, next year, if any brands want to take me, I would never complain. Like, if I'm tired, okay, I'll rally, and I'll go morning till night. Like, I would, right. would not hear a peep out of me. Like, I would be so grateful to be there. And that brings me into Coachella because this weekend mm. has been, oh, oh my goodness. It's been, it's been a lot. Um, I saw Ken's Nation, who I mentioned earlier, she posted a TikTok and people were heated in the comments because she was getting ready and doing her makeup. And she was like, yeah, I'm just getting ready and doing my makeup for an Instagram picture today, but I'm actually not going to the festival. I decided to go home early because... I'm just really tired and like, I don't know. I'm just not, two days was enough for me. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm sure you are tired, but you're there for free. You're there for free at Coachella on the day that Frank Ocean is performing. And you're just going to post to people that would literally sell like a kidney to go to the festival. You're going to post that you're a little sleepy. So you're going home. You're just not in the mood. Like that is just to me. Oh my God. So distasteful. Like everybody in the comments was like, you have to be kidding. Like I would do anything to be there and you're posting that you're just going to go home when all your comments is people that like want to be there so bad and would do anything. Yes. And you're just not even grateful at all that you're there for free. (laughs) It's horrible. I feel like a lot, honestly, most influencers, influencers I see that go on the trips to Coachella, just like don't understand how incredible of an opportunity that is. And like, I feel like most of the time they're like going to like any event except the actual festival. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. dude, like what a waste of a pass. And like, 
I don't know. Like, I don't want to see, I actually want to see you at Coachella and like, show me the people performing. Like, who did you like? I don't know. It just really, really grinds my gears. So if any brands are listening, we would love to go to Coachella (laughs) next year and we will be, oh, that's the other thing is when they go late in the day, they're like, yeah, it's like Uh 7 p.m. We're going to go to the festival. I'm like, what Everyone I would want to see. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, what are you doing? Second of all, like, there's so many cool, like, smaller artists, obviously, that are playing throughout the day. Like, I would be there when the gates open until they close. And I'm a sleepy ass girl. I will <laughs> rally. I will rally. No, exactly. If you were given that opportunity, like, you can't drink a Red Bull and keep it moving. Keep right. it pushing, babe. Like, keep it going. I don't know. Stop the and- shots. Like, I don't know. Yeah, pull it together. And even if you are going to leave early, like I said, like it's not even – it's fine if you're tired or you're not that into Coachella or whatever. Okay, go home. Don't post about it. Don't – like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's just going to piss people off. And I don't know why they can't understand that, why they can't like see that. They really were like, yeah, I'm going to post this. Like that's crazy because she wasn't the only one I saw that left early. I think Laura Lee left early too when people were like raging in the comments. But yeah, there is still weekend too. So if anyone's listening, yeah, it's not too late. Yeah. I'll drop everything. <laughs> I will. I'll open up a credit yeah. card if I have to. <laughs> Literally. I would be so happy for people if they just posted. Like, obvious. I don't know. It's hard because it's like, do they not understand that people want that opportunity so bad? Why would you not document it and share it with people? Right that want to see it why would you like act like you don't even want to be there I also think it's like a cool guy competition I've noticed this with fashion week as well like people love complaining about Coachella and fashion week and things that are like obviously very expensive and exclusive mm-hmm. and they're like oh I'm just like not in the mood I don't know it's like are you really yeah. not in the mood or are you just saying that to like be cool and be like oh I've done this before like this, right. this is nothing this is nothing so it's so ungrateful know. yeah these people are crazy. I think another big thing that I don't like is that influencer culture leads to like such overconsumption and I like fall for it every time. But like <laughs> I'll buy so many things that I like see people talk about on TikTok or it's like you need this or like they do a haul or like I don't know and I fall for it so easily and so many other people do too. And then I really, I'm like, I have all this stuff, even like just moving. Like I got rid of so much crap because I was like, I don't need any of this. And it's just taking up space and it's just so wasteful. Like, I don't know. It's something I'm trying to like break in myself. But I also think influencers could be more careful with like what they're sharing. And like, I need to be more mindful about that too with like my TikTok, like, just posting things that you're buying like over and over and over again is like a lot. Yeah. I feel like there's been a trend of like de-influencing or whatever, which I'm loving Mm -hmm. because I also fall for it every time and say it's like um, a lipstick or something. And they're like, this is the, I'm obsessed. This is insane. This is the best lipstick ever. You buy it and you're like, I mean, it's good, but I already had one just like it. Like it's, it's never anything special that you need to run to buy. Mm -hmm. Like it just really never is, but yeah, I got to work on that too. I've always been a shopper at heart. It's hard. I know. With the Sephora sale too, like I, guilty guilty as charged this week. Yes, I did place an order. (laughs) Okay, lastly, before we get into some misconceptions and controversial opinions, one more thing I don't love is, like I like we talked about, we've been 
doing this for a long time. And I feel like before, especially with YouTube, the expectation was once a week. Like you post a video once a week. It could be a vlog of your whole week. It could be a clothing haul that you film in 15 minutes. Like just one little snippet from your week. That's what was expected. And now it's like you, people expect to see pretty much every aspect of your life. Like if you bought something, you need to show them. If you went out to eat, you need to show them. If you got ready in the morning, oh, better film it and show them. Like the expectation is to post, I mean, three, maybe five times a day on TikTok and like 10 times on your Instagram story. It kind of is constraining. Like you have to post everything or else people are like, where are you? Why aren't you posting? What are you doing? And it's just like almost expected. Like people feel like they need to have access into every area of your life. Yeah, that's such a good point. Going into like our other pet peeves and controversial opinions, um, kind of going off of that. I think some people show too much. And I think typically when people get canceled, it's the people that like would overshare about their personal life or like just open up too much to their audience to where they feel like they can have an opinion on like your life choices. Obviously, some people deserve to be canceled for very specific things. But I don't know. I think that's a big mistake I see people do, especially like when it comes to relationships. Like I think you need to like maintain a certain level of privacy. Um, And it's probably going to be best for like their careers too. But yeah, they'd be oversharing. I feel like what people don't understand is the people who do that successfully, it's almost like a charade. Like they make you feel like you know everything, but you don't at all like they have very specific boundaries and like you know privacy in different areas of their life but they give you just enough to make you feel like you know them you know and other people I feel like don't really get that and they see other people doing it they're like oh well they share everything they talk about whatever they want and so they try and do it and then it's like whoa that's just you should have kept that to yourself like now you're canceled because you said that opinion and like yikes you have to have boundaries Like, especially if it's your job and just like your hobby and you include like your significant other or you include your friends. It's just like at some point you have to draw a line. Same with kids too. Yes. Yes. That's a big one. That can get sticky. Yeah. Okay. Well, just just one more little comment about the complaining, which we've already talked in excess about. Um, But it's, it's just like... People complain about the silliest things. Like, I'm sure I'm going to see so many videos now that Coachella is over. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, my God. (laughs) This weekend was so exhausting. And, like, it was so hard, honestly. Keep it to yourself. Once again, keep it to yourself. Just shh, 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 shh. You don't need to say that. Like, not everything needs to be uh, said. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can keep things to yourself. That's okay. In fact, you you should. You should sometimes. record. (laughs) as we talk for an hour on the podcast about like (laughs) whatever we want (laughs) okay my last one which is just my unpopular opinion is that this is a job influencing is a job posting on social media and making money from it is a job and just like with every other job it's not going to be for everyone like if you're an accountant Not everybody would love to be an accountant. Some people would hate their life if they were an accountant. And I feel like it's the same thing with influencing or having like a platform. Um, I think 
it is easy in so many ways, but it also is difficult in a lot of ways. And like, right. if you're not somebody who is very open or doesn't like people like having a parasocial relationship with you, you're literally going to hate it and resent like the platform that you have. And I feel like people, there's probably like a lot of guilt once you do have success that you don't want to like throw it all away. But honestly, I'm like, sometimes babe, throw in the towel. Like you don't need, nobody is making you do this. Like when people complain so much, maybe they are really, really struggling and they are having a really, really hard time. And it is like difficult for them. And that's okay, but the job isn't for you. Like maybe it just isn't and you need to go do something else. And there's so many other things that you could do that are fun. Like you could work in the behind the scenes of like Mm -hmm. the entertainment or the influencer industry or like work for a brand that you love or whatever. Like find another job because at the end of the day, it is just a job and you need to have a job that enhances your life and makes you happy. If you have like a million followers and you hate it nobody's forcing you like you have free will you can delete your account delete the app do it I dare you (laughs) you'd probably be a lot happier um but there are people who are like totally made for this job and you can see the difference Mm. of like who truly loves it and is so grateful and is like living their best life and who really really struggles with it and it's it's just sad to see yeah even online you can just pick up on people's energy and like it's pretty apparent when someone like isn't happy with what they're doing so But just like we always say with other jobs, okay, quit, get a new one. (laughs) Like, it's just like any other job at the end of the day. Yeah, you're going to take a pay cut for sure. But is your happiness worth it? Right. You got to decide. Well, I guess that that wraps us up with our little influencer rant. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully... I don't know. Hopefully we didn't make you mad with any of our uh, hot takes. (laughs) I feel like if there's any influencers listening, though, their feelings will be hurt. But (laughs) for us common folk, you probably got a chuckle or two. So that's what we're here for. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on our Instagram and TikTok and make us influencers. Um, We have it linked in our show notes. Uh, We have our personals and our podcast Instagram and TikTok that you can give a follow and develop an uh, even deeper parasocial relationship with us. Enjoy. Come come say hi, besties. Head our DMs. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, always let us know. Um, share this episode with a friend. If you have any influencer yeah. friends and maybe they need the hard truth, give it a send. <laughs> Zero context, just the link. <laughs> As always, I, I love coming to band practice. Favorite part of the week. Absolutely. Hopefully y'all do too. Thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.